I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Central Stadium, an iconic sporting venue. As part of a major fundraising drive, My Stadium Seat is offering you the chance to place your name or the name of someone who loves GAA on a seat at the Field of Legends. Packages from €100 include seat naming plaques, certs of authenticity, online biographies and open day tickets. Show your support. Visit mystadiumseat.com. Sample Stadium, where every name matters. Welcome to the Premier Group Podcast, episode number 88. Today I'm your host, Kevin Ryan, and I'm joined by Sean Smith from Tardis Arshields, Steve Conlon from Clark Davins, and Timmy Tom for the day, Timmy Hammersley from Clenauty Rossmore. Today we have a lot to discuss with the top three grades in Tipperary having either quarterfinal or preliminary quarterfinal uh, stage. We also, for the first time, we're going to try some readers' questions and that. So straight into the lads. Uh, the dwarf senior now, as I'm going to call it, because there seems to be no outstanding team in Tipperary Club Hurling this year at senior level. Um, quarterfinals of the weekend, four games in the stadium. A lot of diverging views on this, whether they were actually impressive or not. Sean, I'm going to come to you with the mid-derby, first of all. Drummond Ockmore, this one was on national television. Hardly wasn't the greatest advert for the, for the health of the club game at the moment in Tipperary. I probably wasn't, but a lot of club games I've seen in TG4 for the last few weeks kind of went the same pattern, you know, the favourite team drum pretty dogged it out in the end but Lockmore were there like they were bang there a few bad wides in the second half to be honest they could have been there in the goal chance game like but drum just did enough like I thought for lads now yesterday and said this could be the win that kind of drum needed they've beaten all the major players like around at the moment and Lockmore it doesn't mind when you beat Lockmore you still have to go and beat them lads no matter what you do they're impossible to beat and like Drum knocked over 21 points, which is, I think, was the second highest score this weekend, point wise, along with Upshurst, like, you know, and Bracken. So, you know, they're, they're motoring, but they don't like to get hang and draw in the semi. They would have been hoping to maybe avoid winning the Hardy, but they'd have to do that. Yeah, no, that, that's fair enough. Drum, I suppose, there were many people's dark horses at the start of the campaign. You know, they hit some really good scores, a good win over Temple Derry, and that they're after building quite nicely. You now they arrived at at the semi-final stage there as probably the, the form team in it. Sean, I, I, I'll go to you on that one again with the, with the likes of the Campions, the likes of the Campions and that hurling well. Oh, they are, yeah, for sure. Like, um, like they're kind of players or they're, they're, they're marquee kind of players and lads are kind of touted around or hurling well. Like, um, like, the thing with drum is everything is going great for the beating the big teams, but like, again, they would have been referred to not see Clang in the semi. Um, like Lockmore, love to see Lockmore get ahead near the end of that game to see what Trump made of. Can they stern it out? Like, you know, like against us, they'd wipe the side. It was very, very far. And the same with Boris Lee, you know, so no team kind of got on top of him and got kind of running him and kind of had to make him put short a wheel. Kind of had enough in the end to get seed out. Like, like even though Lockmore had last been a free as well, the 21 to even rob something, but they done enough, like. Yeah, and you know, that more, you know, much has been made about their injuries this year. Like, I, I suppose they will be uh, disappointed in the way they go out. But, you know, they in true Lockmore style, they, they battled to the end, I thought. Like, you know, as you said, the couple of poor wides in the second half really cost them. They were still in that five, game with the last part of the game. I think they're missing five or six fouls, which, like, you know, for that in any team, like, there shouldn't be in that floor, but geez, the more, like, you know. Word on uh, word on Noel McGrath are still still doing it for him, Stephen. Jesus, it's you know, it's it's amazing to see like you know thirty two and still everything yeah. goes through. Yeah, it's it's brilliant to see them when I mean, the commentators announced it on when they in, in mid commentary. You know, they announced his age thirty two, and you forget like thirty two is not old, but you forget 
when when he when they say thirty two, you realize, geez, no more. Uh, no more grass around with twenty years now. You know, like oh, uh, an extra year on him. Is he thirty two now, or is he thirty two on Christmas? I'm uh, thirty two. The most ah, he's hardly thirty two at Christmas. That's that make him only thirty one. Then he's even younger. Yeah, thirty three at Christmas, I think. Uh, like, yeah, you know, but he's around so long. He's around so long that you're expecting him to be an old fella. But no, he's lads, still, he's still he's, no. He's he's go. He's only going thirty three. Because I've I've sorry, he's only going thirty two. I've three years on him. I I'm thirty five this year, and he's thirty two. He was minor in zero eight. So and under ten in in eleven. So he, he's definitely thirty two. Yeah. There you go. There you go, no. Timmy. Welcome, welcome, welcome. That's quite the introduction now, correct? <laughs> yeah, sound, yeah. Uh, your podcast. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Timmy, sure, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll actually come to you next for, for the Old Club, I suppose. One of the games of the weekend was penalty bowing out, Um, you know, against Kildangan. Did you manage to see that game, Timmy? I watched the back result, so yeah. That was it, really. So, yeah. Yeah. Sorry, uh, thoughts on it, I suppose, going down to... Going well, going down to out to 14 men in the in the first half it was always going to be difficult yeah Sean probably like at the risk of being very parochial here um, Sean Sean Smith there was beside me in the in Borland against Turles so he, he'll know how parochial <laughs> I, I, I can be uh, but I suppose at the risk of it like it does like it does kind of feel like with Aaron getting sent off and Jack going off injured, um, they would have been very near winning that game potentially. You know, um, I think the score was seven two when Aaron went off. Like you know, and even just looking back on a few Twitter kind of comments, the general feeling was that Knorty were a gear or two ahead of Kilangan at that stage. So now, obviously, like things can alter as well, and Kilangan have a serious team. And they clearly didn't start that well, and they could have always pushed on anyway. But it, it does feel like a lost kind of chance for them when they were very kind of consistent the whole year, and then they started very well against Kilangan. And like you know, anything that could have went wrong, well, like two, like Jack going off was huge, and Aaron getting sent off then was huge as well. And I suppose with the players that weren't available, it kind of caught up with them. But you look. Fair play to Kilangan, and they used the space when when they had when they had the opportunity to do so, and they tagged on the scores. But I think from a pro kill perspective, it does feel like a lost opportunity for Clonoty when they were going well the whole year, and they were consistently like they did, they weren't special in every game, but they were they were consistent in every game they played, and I feel like consistency is going to win the the uh, the uh, the uh, the uh, the uh, tip championship like it's not anything special that's going to win it consistency and i suppose in fairness like the four teams that are in the semi final they have been consistent all year all of them you know so yeah yeah that's a that's an absolutely fair point as i said you know we've we've hardly know a standing club team like we might have had in recent years but, and you know like maybe on this podcast where we might be tipping up Kildangan a lot, like, you know, maybe on what they've done in recent years. But as you said, they don't seem to be motoring as they can. It's like they have a performance in them. And, you know, the second half yeah. against Penalty might might be the start of them rediscovering a bit of form. Uh, but they've been solid, I think, rather than spectacular to date. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you could say that about a, lo- a, lo- a lot of I know, all the teams. But, like, that's good as well. Like, that's good for teams who are there. Because you yeah. can only... You, you can only like perform you know to what you have and I think all of the teams are there like you could say Kilangan obviously the people are identifying there's room for improvement based on the talent they have but but Upper Church Killeran Drum like no one can say they're not you know they are you know like whether they're all at full capacity you know is open for is open for debate but if you're each one of them Squads, you're very happy with where you are so far, and you're also happy with how you with how you've played so far, you know. But just on the game that was on on Saturday, like like a drum and and drama and and Lockmore, it's the game that I I kind of watched obviously because it was on RT. Look, honestly, I think if Lockmore, <laughs> like if they had two or three more of their players. They were winning that game. That's just my opinion, and they were possibly winning another championship. You know, it just 
Like, as kind of Sean said, like, they were missing six of their team there, you know, and six players, yeah, top-class uh, players. Okay. Like, if they, if they had two or three more of them, they are, in my book, the best in tip, really, you know, so. Yeah. yeah, just hard to disagree with that there, Timmy. Um, being so close, like, there's one thing Lockmore will always no, I'm not saying any other club wouldn't, but the honesty of effort of the whole panel, no matter who comes in, like, when these big players go down, it's just you don't see a major difference, yeah, in the team like you, performance. You, like, you saw how influential McCormick was and Conor McGrath, like, they're only newcomers, like, and they're not, yeah. like, to my knowledge, they're not. Fellas with big underage pedigree, but they, particularly McCormick, like he is that his first year playing senior, even like he he just took ownership in the forward and here, like you know, yeah. Where, where I suppose where Drummond would be happiest, they had two great, uh, a couple of great wins in the league. They bet Barcelona handy enough, and their running game looked to be unbelievable. And as, uh, as against the Sars as well, I was up at that one, and it looked brilliant, but uh, although. The performance against Lockmore was shaky, and people can talk about the team, the players that Lockmore were missing. Drum still had a job to do. Hundred percent, yeah, hundred percent. They, yeah. They'll be very happy that they went out yeah. not playing their best, not playing the way they were playing the, the previous couple of games, and they grounded out. They like, yeah. yeah I suppose if you go yeah. back to all the county champions winners, they probably had a little hiccup along the road somewhere, and it's about getting over that hiccup. And yeah. you know, drum drum will be very confident going into that next round, along with Kildangan and the rest of the other the other teams as well. Yeah. Yeah, and then so like that that brings us on then to what was an old an old North clash. I didn't make this one didn't make this one myself, Tomb of Aaron and Kilruan. Kilruan just dogged it out. Um Jerry Kyle, very very impressive again by all accounts and calls again for his kind of inclusion in or at least in Kyle to kind of make make representations to him, whether he fancies it or not. But um Kilruan Again, you know they've 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 often kind of flattered to deceive in recent years, but you know wish just to be two games into the now. Surely they're another serious contender. Oh, they'd, they'd have to be. There's some there's, there's some fine hurlers up there, like you know, and and when you have Seamus Hennessy to come off the bench as well, like you know you've you've a real big player coming, a big leader coming off the bench too, and uh, like. Without being, without being too harsh on, on Upper Church, if Kilran wanted to make a county final, they probably would have preferred to get up, Upper Church rather than rather than um, Drum or, or Kildangan. So they'll fancy their chances of making a yeah. making making it to a county county final if they can be consistent. You know they have to perform it like I, like Keen Darcy for me. Like he's um when he's in full flow, he's a fantastic hunt, but he needs to be. He's very inconsistent. He needs to be in full flow in this in this semi-final. That's it. But we've been here with Kilran before, lads. You know, where they put in a very impressive yeah, performance yeah. or looks like they're on the cusp of something and then it just all goes a bit pee-tong. Yeah, that's that's what I, why I mentioned the consistency there. You could... Like, you know what you're going to get with Drum. You know what you're going to get with Kiladangan. We we don't know what we're going to get with um with with Upper Church or or Kilram because you know not not that they haven't been in these situations before. I don't know if Upper Church have ever. I don't think they've never been in this situation really. But it's who will stand up to it because there's a county final at the end of the day for them after that game. But who who will who will um will rise to the occasion best out of the two clubs like you know they'd probably be perceived as as, as the, the lesser weights of, of the four that are in it you know what upper church for me absolutely nothing to lose good solid team they, you know if it's pick a dark horse I think it's them are you, are you being a bit harder than Kilron there though like I mean they've been there or thereabouts you know and like they haven't been Far off, like you, you, you said went belly up or something. This same, I don't know. Maybe I just kind of feel that's a bit harsh, is it? Like again, they're not a club with massive resources either, and they're still like they're, they're you know, they're getting further than other clubs at their own size as well. You know, so yeah, yeah. yeah I right. think maybe they were fancy a bit Sorry. like a kid and all a few years ago. They were fancy to, you know, you know, kind of just break onto the scene and. 
maybe it's just I suppose my own thought would be that maybe the it's passed them by a bit. But yeah, it's a it's a it's a fair point, maybe that you know we could be being a bit harsh on them. But Upper Church Brackens that's was arguably the game of the weekend and the, the best quality game. Um you know, I think Brackens about six, seven minutes ago, five points up, Upper Church hit the last eight scores of the game. Um serious serious performance, you know, you know there. So um they, they did anyone did anyone see about three minutes to go? Up Brackens won a free oh up just won a free out and a Brackens player got hit in the back of a hurley. And I thought he was gonna throw the ball in and Bracken scored next to Pine Stain and went one by three. It's only a pint in at the end, or two left. I linesman into linesman into him at all and actually said, kind of asked him what happened. I thought he'd definitely throw the ball in, but Bracken get, kept the free to church. They scored, I think, from it, developing free, but that was a clinical point I thought about a couple minutes to go. Just one by three, kind of pulled away easy in the end, but that was a point game at that point. No one even noticed. Yeah, it, like it was probably three points. It was probably like it was it was nip and tuck the whole way. Mm. Um, Can I make a good point about what I think is a decent point about those two teams, but particularly Upper Church? Can anyone ever remember the last time Upper Church had a really strong underage A team via minor under twenty one? No, I can't. Yeah. But doesn't that just tell a story though as well, like because? The last time they were good, like the last time was actually James Barry's, Colin Ryan's, and that was minor. They got to minor county final in 08, or a minor, yeah, minor county final, yeah, in 08 with those lads on it. But to my mind, like you have to give these kind of clubs credit as well. Like it just shows you don't need, sometimes you don't need a swamp of, you know, winning minor A titles under 16A or, you know, to really build a senior team isn't it though like you know what I mean it's just like they like they're I know this is the first time in the senior semi-final since zero nine I think they got the county semi-final that's your turlis bed them uh, but they've built a very a very very consistent solid senior team and it's been done without any huge success underage just having very solid like B teams and bringing two or three players every year and that just tells a lot I think for clubs that, that you don't need necessarily need to be romping home, you know, a underage titles and 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 all of that, you know. Yeah, they consistently I, I, had good junior teams as well. Like they always, yeah. we'd always get hockey by him a junior, and then yeah. a lot of their players now have played senior and come on. But the mid run, I think, helped them tons this year. No, mm. they've got form in the mid. They got kind of pecking the shoulder and they drove on from there. Like no. What, what Timmy said there now should be plastered up on every small club yeah. in, in the county because there's so many there's so many parents especially obsessed with their child playing the A grade and with the big club like you know you can you can build a successful club with players just playing hurling kids just want to go out and play hurling if they're playing yeah, in the B yeah. grade or the C grade as long as they are have have competitive matches at their own age group all the way up what you'll see then is Upper church, you know, like with the, the and that up, should be held up yeah. is look whether they win it or not. That's what they've actually done with their group to have that. You've said it, that should be held up as what's achievable, isn't it? For clubs, absolutely, you know? yeah. Like, and it just, I, I know I'm very philosophical in this kind of, but like they'll be fully judged now on whether they win the county championship or they don't, but they're still, they're still doing really, really well, you know what I mean? That's, yeah, that's my not- opinion. Well, look, there is an absolute great opportunity there for him now. Oh, there is, Probably yeah. The softer of the two semi-finals, you'd Ooh. say. Both teams will say that, so I'm not saying... Yeah, one, exactly. One, you know, both, as, as I think Steve said, those two teams will be happy Those two teams will be happy with the draw. And don't forget yeah. the forwards that Uppertures have, like Shanahan, the two Shanahan's in there, Paddy Green, Green, Colin yeah. Ryan, Paul Ryan. Like they are, all of them are scoring forwards, all of them. Yeah. That's right, that's call it before we have to leave the dwarf the dwarf senior. Um Stephen, cut to you first. Who's your who's your champion? Uh Drum Lynch. I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with Drum and Inch. Drum, Sean. Drum, the winner of Drum and Kalangan. Just drum probably. Giving yourself two there. Timmy. Oh look, I don't know whether I think they'll do it or not, but I actually don't know, but I hope Killer on do it. Because I think um, there's two groups of senior players in tip that are my age I'm going to talk about, right? And they haven't 
uh, county medal that have been there all the time seeing her. And Kilrana are one of them. And that's like Seamus Hennessy, like Niall O'Mara. Those, that's one, like, I'd love to see those crop get a title. The other crop is like the Tommy Heffernans and then and then and then Nina boys like they're the two clubs of kind of my year I'm going to talk about from late 20s there 30s that have been there every year and year and they still haven't they still haven't reached the holy grail we're going to call and Kilrana are one of those like all like upper churches as well but Kilrana have been always there so I'd love to see them win it and I think they're actually good yeah, absolutely. I'll, I'll stick with Upper Church. I've been saying it all year, so see no reason to, to change now. Right, lads, on to, the, on to the main event now. The fake intermediate, the premier intermediate. Um, Ross Gray's to lose, surely gave a power pack performance against a, a very good Turles Sarsias at the weekend. Um, I heard half Turles kind of fanc- fancied Sarsias here to, to cause a surprise. Sean, war, war oh, Ross, Ross Gray, Gray blew us away. There was no... It's a different Ross Gray team than what I've seen over the years. There's powerful speed, fitness, everything. <laughs> no answer. Yeah, and uh, on the, the pod group, he was, he was singing their praises as well. It was like the second coming here, you know, with pace and movement and all this kind of stuff. You know, like we had good scalps in that, that team over the years. And we, to be honest, talking in, we, we had a chance. Like I didn't think we'd lose by that at all, a couple of points. But Ross Gray just... <laughs> They could have been more at half time. They know ten wides in the first half, nine actually. And they said they looked very sharp, even with ten to go. Like you know, over the year, Ross Gray have often let Lee slip. Done against Frum and Temple, two he won the nights. Done a few kind of four or five points up and let it slip, but they went on this one by more. Like there's no, no stopping. Like and they look, <laughs> they look sharp, look glued in the sideline. Look, they just looked like a team should be seen right. To be honest. It was interesting yeah, it was when you said power. First team on paper. It was interesting when you said uh, when you mentioned power when you were describing Ross Gray because I seen him after seeing him a few years ago you'd be thinking that's what they lacked they had the hurling they had the pace they they were electric around the field but they they, they just didn't look they had that senior physical power and if that's that been brought to their game as well like like Ross Gray are a fine big town you know, and they should be um they should be duking it out up at the top table and. You know, like bringing that bit of power, and as you said, being being so tuned in the way they are, that they'll be, be, be heavy favourites going into the into the And they're not weekend. just town; they're they're a strong hurling town. Hurling is very yeah, popular. Yeah. It's the main, it's the main sport there. Like you know, they are kind of the sleeping giant in some ways, aren't they? Of tip cheese. Yeah. You see that? I mean, we were talking about care, maybe the how poor they were going in football, I think, you know, and it's probably like the Ross Gray, the Cares, or the kind of the Goldilocks town where it's not too big, not too small. You know, you have a good throughput, so you are you can be strong underage and all that. But Ross Gray, they're definitely a good hurling town. So, but um, we uh, St. Mary's had a good win over Silvermines in, in this. I suppose the pulled away a bit in the in the, in the the second half. I think finished 118 to 111, so it was low enough scoring. Um, I suppose Could Mary's be the dark horse for that, though? They could. It's a 50-50 semi-final between ourselves and Gartner, who I'd say. Yeah. Uh, and then, like, you know, that, I don't know what you even call Mary's a, a dark horse at this stage because, you know, I suppose semi-finals last year, yeah, I'm talking up Ross Gray here now um, all, all week. But, um, yeah, you know, I, I, I actually think as well for, I, I think for, I think for Tip Hurland and Tip GA, I, I just think it would be just really, really important to have a senior A team in Flamel, you know. Yeah, look, I suppose that's the goal over the next couple of years. That getting up there, I'd be a little bit concerned over the golf. I think between uh, that's kind of happening between some of the the Dan Breen teams and the the Orion there, the Orion there now. But like, yeah, on ourselves, like happy, you know, very, very happy again. Back to back semi finals is great progress. They are like you know establishing, <laughs> yeah. establishing ourselves after coming up with Orion level the weekend. You know, it definitely wasn't a classic. A lot of wides and all that. Um. Gave away a penalty. Jason Ford missed missed a few frees either side of half time. Probably took the momentum out of them. But yeah, I'd say you know we're 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 definitely solid enough. Um, you know to give to give anyone a game at this level. Probably playing the team of the, or the story of the season at Orion level. Gartner again. Um, I haven't seen Port Row this year, but you know the results have been impressive. Uh, won in North Premier Intermediate. 
Um, but Gartner who seemed to be just putting, you know, a couple of goals a game, very good, very, very good to score. So that'll be no easy task in a semi final. The win against Cashman was a big one for for Burgess as well, wasn't it? Was a very big win. Oh, oh yeah, no, we'll, we'll come to that. We'll come to that too. Don't, don't worry about that. No, but just in terms of contenders, like you know, after getting over that game, like. Right, Burgess would definitely quite fancy their fancy their chance. I think as well. Yeah, geez, I, I don't know, lads. Um, I think does that say more about look without running them down? Does that say more about Cashel than Burgess? Like it was just Cashel just seemed to implode. I thought I didn't yeah. think they do it this year to the semi final or final. To be honest, Burgess still yeah. scored what three twenty eight or something. That's sad. Yeah. I I think yeah. about I think two eighteen of that came from free. Or, well, no. Maybe not two eighteen, but a very high score that came from uh, freeze. There was um Bar just bullied him. They bullied him out of the game. Yeah, in the that's, you know. But if you're not prepared for for that, that's you know like you can't be. That's not a black mark against Burgess. Say, oh, you bully you in your face, stand on their ankles, all that stuff. That's not a black black mark against Burgess. That's your own fault for allowing yourselves to be bullied. You know, like. There's ways and means of winning games without going over the top. And, you know, if you can get in, in a fella's head or if you can get on top of him physically and mentally, well, then that's, you know, that's that's your own fault and uh, fully deserve the win. Yeah, look, you have to, you have to give him better. Tibby, what's the, what's the toss out west, you know, with Cashel? I thought they'd be a lot better year two after getting in the few transfers in, but Aaron Brown out the field for him this year. Yeah, no, it's a big disappointment for them. Like it is, no question. Um, like I suppose you would think the raw materials are there, but they do seem to be getting bet in the same kind of match, isn't it? Year yeah. on year, you exactly. know. I kind of think like yeah. the last time I played them was last year in the West Final against Clonoty, and we kind of won it in the end by the same way, probably. You know what I mean? It's kind of that's the you're after describing there. You know, I so. that game as well. You kind of grinded out, and then you just got on top of them and just yeah. won it. You know, like and we were they were playing a lot better. We weren't playing near level this year. That we're playing, they were playing way better this year oh, than yeah. we were playing that we were playing last year as well. So, um, yeah, it it, it it it. I have to say, it is interesting, like how that the transfer influx, how what that dynamic will play out over the next two or three years if they don't push on you know what I mean like or will it be an issue at all like but just you would you would ask it like because you know, it's, it's, it's like the Roy Keane thing you know about you know oh, come on lads it's only Spurs or whatever yeah. you know whatever they're playing but there's definitely no fear fear about Cashel at the moment I think from other clubs you do feel yeah. that they that, that there's a chance there like to turn them mm. over yeah. it seems in like terms Cashel... of their, their underage development their they had a good minor team. Like I think last year they had a good twenty-one team that were kicked out or didn't get to play the West final. So um, it does feel like their progress, like, has been maybe stalled a little bit as well. You know, um, that kind of there, 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 there definitely has been potential there. Like Hurland was in a very weak point in Cashel maybe 10, 15 years ago. You know, and it's definitely stronger than it is was then. But it seems to have. Uh, reach the plateau maybe or something yeah. but like maybe you know it just it points to the trend there that we're maybe putting too much stock in underage success the likes of Mary's we've had very good underage success recent years Cashel like you know even Ross Gray are starting to come now but you know maybe your upper churches who can get two or three players bring them into yeah. a dressing room with a good culture everyone kind of training working hard but that there's a lot in that you know, oh, there is. There really absolutely is. There absolutely is, and that's yeah. actually, you know, and that's this. So, you know, um, but you know what? When I think, when I actually think about it, like it's actually just having a core group of kind of hardcore season players. Just having that there is such a. And Upper Church have had that, haven't they? You know what I mean? Where kind of clubs that have kind of fallen off a little bit, they, they kind of lost that. That were one senior, like the, that kind of staunch senior player. They, they didn't have enough of them, you know. And that's kind of so. Because if you have that and you can bring in one or two, one every year, every two years kind of thing, it does kind of help. But Cashler kind of seem to be the opposite nearly. They're kind of 
have they used what they have to the appropriate way is probably the question. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Yeah, a lot of, lot of chopping and changing out there as well. So I suppose, look, we'll, we'll wait and see. Right, lads, um, same question as last time. Uh, Sean, I'll, I'll go to you first this time. You're a winner for the Premier Intermediate. And what I've seen, I've seen, I think I've seen all of them bear birds. I'm going to go Ross Gray and what I've seen against them, to be honest. Well, you couldn't fix the same areas after seeing them against Carrick Swan anyway. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it has been a look. good turnaround for St. Mary's now from that first day. It's been a very good turnaround. Stephen? Uh, well, I'm going to go Ross Gray again. When Timmy? You have to go Ross Gray in form, but I think St. Mary's with the fitness and the the physicality that they'll, the, the speed like they'll be able to bring coming in the next few weeks will be difficult to beat as well maybe but yeah. from what I know Ros Gray and I would have always seen them as an underachieving kind of so I haven't seen Randa but as you're saying if they do see them have things right I think that's a very good sign you know <laughs> and now the softer ground be... might uh, the softer ground might suit St Mary's commercials too you know the football side of things yeah <laughs> That's the turn we're playing. <laughs> we can't leave the Premier Intermediate without talking about the relegation. We, we probably didn't touch on the senior relegation. That's Aerog and Temple Derry in the final. But Carrick, Carrick Swan, the South Senior Champions, could be playing Junior Intermediate next year if they lose against Kildang and B. Um, where did it all go wrong for, for Carrick Swan this year? Yeah. Wow, that's a big... So, sorry, you're saying that if Carrick get bet... They can't play the South Senior. They have to play South Intermediate. Is it? Fine. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Right. That's, yeah. So they won't probably they won't be able to defend. So you can play the South Senior if you're either Senior or Premier Intermediate. Uh, unless that's true. Yeah. Win the unless Mary's win the Orion, then it'll be a straight yeah. final like the West. Yeah. yeah. Can I just ask? It's actually very interesting. I was. I had a conversation with a Tom L. I'm sitting Mary's order actually there on Sunday night. I won't say who are. But um, they were we were just talking about. I suppose, and I'm going to ask a question. Then, like a case of putting huge emphasis on a divisional championship and really seeing that as everything, you know, and maybe to the uh, to the uh, detriment of everything else. Then that scope, like uh, like um, Upper Church, I, I think are maybe an example of that, like. For years trying to win a divisional championship and we're so close and so close. And I just wondered, did the did the dedication, complete dedication to win that nearly being the be all and everything that nearly hold them back in the county championship? So is it a kind of reverse on that with Swans where you know they really thought that winning the South and it was a big achievement, but was that kind of what did that did they think that was their year nearly? Yeah, it might have gave. I think Swan might have given false confidence because we were at sixes and sevens with injuries and lads away when they played us. So, but look, they did put in a very good performance against Mullinahone. Probably they 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 hit their peak for maybe other clubs aren't peaking at all. Like some of the more established, senior, I'd say it all depends where you are. Some of the more established established senior teams didn't seem to, too bothered by the divisional championships. The way they were kind of almost chucked in when Tip went out. But like for a club like St Mary's now. We've won South title, South Senior title. Like another one with this current crop of players has to be the goal or one of the goals over the next couple of years because I think it just would be massive for the promotion of Hurling in Clonmel. You know, and teams like that, Upper Church is almost like a holy grail kind of thing, you know, get get getting the first one and, you know, they might kind of drive on then again. So I'd say, you know, the divisions would always mean different things to different clubs. You know, Swan, like, you know, they've, they've uh, 23, I think it is now. So, you know, I mean, they have a proud tradition of the of of the division as well. Like so, Sir Sean, like he could probably leave the divisions now at this stage. Like you know, you're not too bothered with them, or 
Well, like the way the championship went, the division kind of happened by default this year with Tip gone early. Um, like Swans did most of the hurling, they said, but like still, even winning divisions should actually bring you on and drive on. Like, I thought they win every game, to be honest, in the group as well, but just they couldn't click. Like it's kind of the opposite. And then the teams then that might not have stronger divisions now are the teams that are far up for maybe are ones of the divisions in the championship. You wonder winning the division and, and um, having that having already secured the preliminary knockout phase, could that have taken an edge off them going into the, you know, like I, I know you want to win the, win the group or whatever, and you're still thinking, right, we could still be relegated if we don't. But when you know you're in a county preliminary quarterfinal, does it take an edge off you in the other games? And then what happens then is you've one bad result chips away at the confidence going into the next game and then that's a bad result and before you know it you're in you're in a hole there that you might yeah, not be able was, to get you know, out of all four all four teams in that group did win their divisions so like you know one of them was always going to end up in this situation where their year was going to be turned on its head like going from a divisional championship winner to you know a relegation battle probably the, the disappointing thing from Swan at the weekend will be just the the actual the severity of the defeat I suppose I think it was was it 12 points in the end or 9 points anyway and you know it's hard to pick yourselves up from that yeah I can only imagine how low the confidence is um, to be honest I wouldn't get much information out of a swan man now anyway like you know if you're asking them what's going on in the camp or what's but I, I was relegated from senior I was relegated from intermediate I know what it's like to be in a rut like this and what what this do, what a rut like this does you is when it was five minutes to go and you're five points up, you don't think you're going to win. You know, whereas when the confidence is up and the dander's up, you still think loads of time get two goals. You know, it, it, it's a huge mental, uh, it's a huge psych on you, you know, and it's a huge mental block when you're in a rut and you just can't win that game. You know, it feels like everything is going wrong. It, like the, the Silver Mines, it was a Silver Mines game when Jason Ford went to town. Like one player stopped or one player had a bad day and they could have won that game. You know, it could have changed the whole season going into the next game. But they're in a, they're in a rut now and they're in a... It's very, very... It's not a nice place to be because Kildangan will fancy their chances now. They're, them lads up there now are training with the A-team who are getting prepared who are getting prepared for a county semi-final. So they'll be doing top-class training for the next two weeks. Like, you know, it's going to be, it's going to be a tough day out. Every single game. They just got caught at the post by Newport yeah. on the weekend. You know, it is it should be a humdinger of a game now because it is do or die. To, that's it. Like there's no second chances after that game. And no, because we'll we'll come to intermediate there now in a minute. But looking at the quarter final lineup, it's a very difficult championship to get out of. You know, you've Ballingarry that went down a couple of years ago, and you know, I I don't think they've made the semi final in, in the two years. They didn't even make the quarter finals this year. But uh, speaking of which, we'll come to intermediate now and then we'll have the, the readers' questions for you all. First, the first tie there, Laura, I suppose, the form team versus Boris O'Kane. Um, I have these scribbled down now, so apologies if, if I get any of these wrong, these ties or whatever, but these are what I, I think they are. Laura, again, you know, very strong early season form. Stephen, you were on the receiving end there, but I, I give Boris O'Kane a chance there in that one. Yeah, look, I suppose... When we played them at the start of the year, now I know for them they were probably only in third gear because they knew of our injury situation and the lads away. But I felt in the second half they weren't as ruthless as uh, county champions elect. You know, they, they, whether whether it was just complacency or just going through the getting getting the game finished, like. But our second half, I don't know, was there? I I think we matched them for scores, or we could even have came out on top by a point in the second half. And we were in a in a bad place at the time with the injuries. I myself and Willie Dwyer had to play with hamstring injuries at the time. <clears throat> then they go out and let her gold the following day by even more. But then Borland then go out in the last round and, and sewed into him, like, you know, really put it up to him. So like what Laura wanted, I suppose, is is that ruthlessness back. I played Laura in two thousand and seven and I'm half afraid to say it, like, but they better be thirty nine points. But they were ruthless. Even the game was over after 20 minutes and they, they, they never lifted the boot, you know, and I just, I didn't feel, I didn't feel that ruthlessness 
uh, when when they played us at all. Now again, they were just going to try to get through the game. Maybe small panel didn't want injuries, but that's something they they probably have to keep an eye on. You know, and there's no there's no um there's no room now for complacency in the next from here on in for for Laura if they want to go straight back up. Definitely, it's uh, South versus West in the next one. Probably two teams that many would have wouldn't have seen kind of getting through here. It's Skeen or Inca versus Golden. Timmy, is, is this uh, Golden? It, is this a surprise them making a quarter final, or have they been building over the last couple of years? Yeah, like they're a good minor. Golden won the seventeen A this year. West, I think. And last year they are in the West under nineteen B, or they could have won it maybe. Glice of uh, Jackie. Leamy there is very good. Um, there's a there's a Curvin fella there as well. Um, so again, like a surprise. I'm not sure surprise or is it is it a surprise? You know, but they probably wouldn't be contenders. You know, you wouldn't fancy him for the championship, maybe. But I think they got to the semi final in the intermediate maybe two or three years ago. Kilangids B bet him by a pint or so as well. So like they're not. So, you know, they again they have they have a few nice forwards that I, I particularly those I, I I called out there, you know. Yeah, definitely skiing, I suppose. I won't say they're in bonus territory as well, because they got to uh Munster final last year in June or so that they do have potential, but um, you know, not many would have seen them kind of getting through the group as they did almost with, with ease. Um that's a, that's a no like the winner of that. Well, kind of, you know, going into a semi-final, like a bit of momentum there, it'll take a bit of stopping there. Drum and Inch and Knockerville Kickhams. Uh, Sean Drum have been, you know, kind of mid mid second team, like you know, familiar territory. They know they're starting to do well in these competitions. You see Sars, Kildang, and B recent recent winners of it. Could Drum be the next team in the in the to add their name to that? Drum have been consistent this level for a while now. Um, and again, a lot of it goes to, like I said, Kalanga B training with your first team makes some, they're up in the tempo and then you have the chance then of playing maybe the higher level and they're managing their team very well. Like, Drum have every chance to cover and form, you know, like, so they'll always there. This is one grade where I just, I can never get my head around. Like, for years we were trying to win and we finally broke this against Cash that was there. In Holy Cross, like, but we lost to Clonic Kenny and mine over the years. It took us five or six years to get together, but such a hard grade to go out of. And it's like, going down if Carrick go down into it, like getting back out, like it's very like Sean. What players do what players do John B have with him? Is it kind of is it older? A mixture the of older, kind of, the butlers, yeah, the older team, butlers, yeah. team for a couple Maybe of years, ago, butlers, Kevin Butler, probably, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, they're. And lads aren't playing junior. You know, they're, they're the lads that are seasoned veterans. They know what to do with. Like if a younger lads mixed in, then with them, like under 17, 19. Mm. Like, that's yeah. what they're doing. Like Kickhams are Kickhams are one group. Though lads, I can like think Kickhams are they have always always produced good good hurlers. Um, like when we were growing up in West Tip, like Kickhams were unfulfilled potential is absolutely what it was really. Uh, and they 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 brought it back in. Like they won the West. They they they, they bet Clonoty in the under nineteen West replay. There, I suppose it was a great game. Um, they're there thereabouts with the under seventeen. Like, and it just kind of shows, like, even with the four players who is no longer with them, or four or five, like they still have a good young team there that has a future ahead of them as well. You know, Kickham's are one club. That has always and will produce hurlers, I, I think as well, you know. Yeah, I think they're they're another semi finals from from last year as well. Um, they just they lost to Garton Who or was that the year before? Two years ago, that was the last game. That, ago, the lads, know, yeah. that was the last game that the, the lads who transferred played them. I, I think. Yeah, yeah, that. But um, remember watching that, and then last last game in that one then is Kilshield and Money Goal. That's a repeat of last year's semi final. I think with Kilshield coming out on top, but. A lot harder to call this year, I think, because out of the football now, but they haven't been too impressive. They needed penalties to get past Boerlan at the weekend. What'll be a worry for Kilshielen was uh, Marky Hove said scores from play um, in the previous game. You know, that'll be a very big worry. And uh, for them to progress and challenge for the county title, they're going to need them to have their, big, their big man performing. And... Uh, you know, it was a surprise. I think the ball hand set the forward as well, who did all the damage against us. Jesus Christ, if he if he ran up to the hospital, he put the ball over the bar when he was playing against us. 
both of them, are, I think, were held scoreless in the game they played each other, you know, and that 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 would be a worry. And and for me, that would tip it. That after after playing Moneygall last year, we played Kilchilan this year. I I'd fancy Moneygall to come through that that one this year. You know, I think um the 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 football plays a part in for me in hampering Kilchilan hurling. You know, I know they'll they'll disagree with me, in that, but there's, there's there's a lot of talent in Kilchilan. You know, and um, I think if they don't make hay now in the next year or two, they're probably going to be stuck down intermediate, you know, for a, for a, for a while. They have a lot of talent there. Yeah, it's, 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 it's a very hard grade to get out of. And, mm-hmm. You know, good teams, good young teams can perish there. Yeah. Like you, you think about I think when the year St. Mary's bet Gortnohoe in the county final to go senior, it was either the year previous or the year after. Gorton Hall were in the relegation battle. Yeah, the, the year season. after, yeah. The year after. 2017. Yeah, then they regrouped and they went again and, and they progressed again. Like, tis, tis one or, tis a bad performance can, can set you in the wrong direction, you know, or a good performance can set you in the right direction. That's how competitive this, this grade is. You know, like there's a fuck of a ball between a couple of clubs there. Some are contesting the wrong side of the championship and others are progressing to the county quarter final, you know, and, and only a puck of ball. Yeah, look at so, Burgess this, this year, you know, kind of real yeah. and hide over the last couple of years. Relegation from Dan Breen, relegation last year again, lost, you know, coming into the last group game, needing a win against St. Mary's just to make it. Now they're in a county semi final, like, you know, so it's, as I said, the margins are very thin, yeah. which is, you know, it's, it's a good, I suppose, validation of the current championship structures for Harlan. That, you Absolutely. know, everything is so competitive, yeah. like, Right, lads, I'm going to ask the last question because it actually comes up in our reader questions, but winner for Real Intermediate. Uh, Timmy, I'll go to you first. Oh, I think... Uh, I think Blahara, with the influence of Bonnermar and the Hogan are just... Like, the Hogan's are just a team for me, I think, and their results have showed that having this so far, so... Yeah, yeah uh, give me a dark... Because there's 18 that in this, give me a dark horse as well. Uh, Kilchilan, I'd say, based upon, and if you say, Stephen, they're out of the football, so that means they have a bit more to concentrate on, mm-hmm. on it now, Hurling. So, and I, I think last year they didn't mind him too. We only beat them in the county final, wasn't by very close margin. So, yeah, I think yeah. when you think about now and you're saying who they have and they've, they can only concentrate on one code now for the, the next few weeks, I, I put them down right there. Yeah. Yeah. Stephen. Your winners and your dark horses. I I'm going to I'm going to give Laura a nod because it's Ken Hogan factor. I think he's going to have him extremely well prepared. The dark horse I will go with will be Moneygall. After playing Moneygall last year, at times they were brilliant. They were brilliant going forward, you know. And they had a little bit of cut in, in them that that I like in in teams that you know I refer back to Cashin and maybe Nina. Some sometimes teams just love playing hurling. And it's not, it's when the game is physical, they kind of might back off a small bit. But I think Money Gall can bring that little bit of physicality and they'd be, they be my dark horses now. And they had that, they had maybe an off day just in the semi final last year. Sean, come to you last. Stephen stole my dark horse and it's the same winner as Laura. <laughs> so Laura and Money Gall for talking to a few lads around. I'll go for Skaheen for a dark horse because maybe they could beat Golden in the semi-final and you're you're halfway there if you're in the semi-final then like you have a chance so I'll go for that but like yeah if you take Laura out of that the case could be made for all the other seven teams or whatnot Laura definitely aren't unbeatable right folks quick fire buzzer round questions to finish now Liam Ryan long term fan of the show Matt Barlow to replace Craig Morgan at cornerback for Tipperary in 2023 I'll answer that I'd say if Matt Barlow can stay fit I think the world is his oyster um, there for Tip Premier Intermediate winners we've, we've had that one already that's from Keen 2974 this really tests your knowledge this one uh, is Gartner who winning the minor B I presume that's they're in the semi-final they bet, they bet um, killing all so I'll give, him, I'll give him yeah, the nod. Really. I'll give him the nod. Yeah, definitely. There's a feel good factor in the club now. 
Um, yes. Yeah. What do you think of Port Row this year? And call the two finals again, Premier Intermediate. Port Row will be a bit disappointed how the year fizzled out. I'd be saying. After North, especially. Yeah, uh, North under 15B in this. Yeah. It's not a specialist subject. Is it? <laughs> under 17A talks. Holy Cross unstoppable there, surely. They got, they got caught in the mid-final by... Oh, jeez. McCarthy, oh, wasn't McCarthy. it? McCarthy, yeah, yeah. The under-19, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the under-30, yeah, and we, they bet us well in 17, they can't hop, but they're back in anyway, aren't they? Yeah, there's yeah, they they hammered Swan at the weekend. Yeah. Uh, favorite tip player of all time. Owen Kelly. No McGrath. Oh, that's a good that's a good one. Timmy, I'll go Nicky English just well, uh my uh John Nahi. That's it, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Going back oh, three years but still probably. Yeah, it just come ones that springs to mind, like if just pure passion on that. You have to go for the ones when you're a nipper, like you know. The, yeah, the that's see, my my period was later Babs's year. That was my kind of period, you know. Minor going back to under eighteen thoughts. That's from B Kelly. Yeah, for me, it's a it's a yes. I prefer back to the eighteens. I, I fully 21. agree. I fair and positive nineteen to train. Like I know what your club is like, but I don't know if our nineteens were together. Five or six times this year between being pulled junior, senior, and everything. Like, what were you, what was your kind of thinking of that, Timmy? You be the same outside? It's a good question. Um, I actually haven't thought enough about it. I just wonder the popular opinion seems to go back to under 18. I just wonder if everyone thought about all the variables to it. Like, to my knowledge, uh, the I, I know this all sounds good in theory, and I know you'd say that as well, but the GA have the player pathway there. And essentially, it was brought in. The both under 17 and 19 fits in with the player pathway more appropriately and bringing through players through the ages and so on. And having under 17 as a developmental <laughs> age, even though we don't do that with it, you know, but that's the, the theory is there behind it, you know. So I think it's just good to understand that as well. They didn't just pluck it from the air either, you know, but... Has it worked in practice is the thing, isn't it? You know, um, Colin Crowley is a good thread on Twitter about some of the, you know, the possible pitfalls of going back to under 18. But, you know, it's just good to consider it all. I think something I, I'm not saying, I'm not accusing you guys of that now. Just don't, don't, please don't take it up that way. But sometimes, yeah, something gets really becomes a very, you know, people hold a viewpoint and it comes very. It becomes very popular, and you know sometimes then we're not thinking of all the variables. So I actually think I saw that trend as well. You know, so, yeah. like it's yeah. a great age grade. Like your final Holy Cross or in Holy Cross cracking final, but it just felt like them players are being dragged from both teams into every grade and every team possible. I know that it was a fixture plan and something there to maybe play a different time of year, playing yeah. the twenty one at the end of the year. You know, so. It's a great I love, but it's just seen players being dragged games on. Your games on Mondays, Sundays, Mondays, and Mondays and Wednesdays, like you know, so you'd no games for half a year and then you you know there's the whole burn up, but like a good under seventeen or like an, an eighteen year old could be playing a hell of a lot of games like between junior and all that in the summer, like but he was um, they Nina were anyway though. Why, why did not know? A lot of minors would have sure, been, but they wouldn't yeah. have been they wouldn't have been training with the juniors or seniors. I think now a lot of 19s are training with junior and senior panel as their first team to train with, if you speak. And then that's your team we're training with. And then going back to 19 for the match, like, if you understand. Yeah. The next one, the next question, I think it's more of a comment. Nina under 17s to win the county. I don't even know what grade they're in or what code that is. 15s got bet tonight, did they? Or 17s? Yeah, by two. Yeah. I don't know. How do you rate Burgess' chances now? So, in the inter- Premier League, yeah. Oh. yeah. To be honest, like, like, they didn't get cash and just said, here, Wonder Dogs, bait. Like, they could, they could win. Hit a, they, hit they a could. right score. You know, so. they're scoring like they have a great free taker. You know, I think you got 2 1 from play as well. Name escapes me now at the moment. Like, but, um, 
like yeah the second last one the football Sean count, county champions in the football I'll go to the, the football correspondent <laughs> well I'm not on it <laughs> yeah I'll go with commercials and that I'll, I'll put my colours on the line pass, there yeah hard to see past commercials with Lockmore with all the injuries but sure. Lockmore is still Lockmore but Bracken's gone as well. I, I, read a, I read something today that over, over over maybe for a double for, uh, The double, you know. That's um, the last. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, no, the last one then is upper church for the for the junior A county title. I think they have my Rovers in the semi final, but yeah, they have a great chance. Oh, they have some team. They're yeah. class. They're in the mid final. Um, James Barry there, isn't he? Yeah, James Barry shorts. I wouldn't mind playing them again though. You know what kind of way? As in, wouldn't mind seeing them in a county final. To be honest. Sorry, who'd you say they're playing? Um, I think they've they've my rovers now in the county centre. And is that my rover? That's their main team, yeah. That's their first team, yeah. Yeah, that's 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 a very underachieving, very underachieving area there, say, isn't it? Yeah, they they've paid absolute lip service to to Harland. They've no interest in whatsoever. I watched. That's interesting, now, yeah. They they played Ballingarry in the south in the south intermediate final last year down at Devon Park, and. Until they got a few, they got a few injuries in, uh, at the before half time, and a couple more went off after the second uh, after half time. But had they kept a full contingent on the on the pitch, they were better than Ballingarry. They would have won the South Intermediate Championship last year, and then it just all went to pot. Like they were up for the because it was a South final, they were up for it. But after that, then it was like, all right, throw away the hurlies and play football. If they put the same, yeah, but if they're they not putting put, up any trees in football either. So, but it, it, I know, I know, and like if they were winning counties, you'd be saying, yeah, you know, like, but they're throwing away the hurlies and they're not bothering and they're talking out, and there's some very good hurlers there. You know, like, look, I can't, they, I can't. They won a minor county. Yeah, yeah. Like they won a minor county. Maybe twenty thirteen. It is. About that. It is. Like and, how many clubs I know on the race? Like, would love that. And it goes back to Timmy's point earlier on. Winning, winning, winning the minor A is not the be all and end all when it comes to adult hurling because when you move on to adult hurling, if the whole club is not buying into what you're trying to do, it's not going to work. Like they, they were the they were the best minor uh, hurling team in the county, and nothing transpired at adult level. Good hurlers no. there, Stephen Kirk. He was my Rovers. Yeah, he was Wild Rovers. Yeah, Sean, yeah. Sean, Sean, Sean Carey's a very good player as well. Sean Carey's gone. He's, he's, he's gone back. He's player than now. Yeah. Yeah. He's gone to player than. Do you know, like, is it Ben Owens? Is that the young lad's name? Yeah, Ben, ben, ben Owens. He's not sure name anymore. He, one kind of picked up an injury, but... Uh, yeah, he was a fantastic hurler. Fantastic yeah. hurler. And, but, look, I, I can't be hypocritical because we only play football when the matches are on. You know, we, we hope, we'll, try and throw, we'll try and play a bit of football now that we're out of the hurling, but... They're 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 a very good team if they wanted if they want to be and if they put their mind to it this year they 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 should have walked that junior A championship, you know from what I've seen at the intermediate grade. Yeah, right, folks. Thanks a, thanks a million for that, Timmy, Stephen, Sean. Pleasure as always. Two two good semi finals to look forward to. Well, four good semi finals and then four good intermediate quarterfinals to. To look forward to so hopefully we'll chat again next week for the week after with with, um, with plenty more to discuss. Thank you, thanks a million. See you guys.
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.